Hello, and welcome to another episode of Teach These Devils. This week, oh boy, oh, we got a real treat for you. As usual, like, you're so lucky. You're blessed, you're gifted with the knowledge of me, the main proctor, James O'Brasfield, and the tutelage of the condor himself, Wilson Chavo Rivera. Um, this week on Teach These Devils, we have in uh, a friend of the show, a, uh, a collaborator, a, uh, a hero, a local and nationally known comedian, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Polk is on the program. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great interview. It's really good. We talk a lot about, uh, you know, some local stuff. We talk about uh, the history of, you know, uh, Mike Polk's work. Like, we go in. It's great. Uh, a really wise guy with some great knowledge. And it's here for you. Again, on Teach These Devils. You know what I say, if it's Wednesday, it's Teach These Devils. It's Wednesday. It's time to get taught right now. Um, thank you all again. Thank you, Mike Polk. And here, without further ado, is the episode at These Devils on Twitter. Holler. Squawkwally, welcome to the program. Uh-uh. You know what day it is? It's Wednesday, so it must be time for teach these devils. devils. That's right, young man. Young man, many young men. How are you? I'm well. And yourself? Good, good. We've been in grip. We took a sabbatical. Oh, we took a small break. No, we, well, we, we did. We did release the unreleased Mill Squire episode. That's good. That was good. Was I like, hope you guys enjoyed it. We we dropped a great song. We dropped a hot fire song that's been in the, on the on the shelves for over a year. Yeah, and it's still relevant because like it when, is cold enough outside right now. To that's like when a someone discovered Tracy Chapman hanging it's, out on the quad in Oberlin. She's riding a fast car. We're telling you, it's cold enough and outside to wear a second I'm pair of pants. I'm telling you right now, she's got a ticket to find a way. Maybe she can make a decision. I, I heard a club know. mix of that last night at whatever <laughs> bar I was at, and it was hilarious. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. I love that. But yeah, we, we took a sabbatical, we put out the unreleased episode, and we said, how do we top it? He hates this. How do we top that? Are you ready for this? Wait. Legend. Do we have? Legend. A legend here. Hero. Mike Polk, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome him. All right. What song are you guys talking about? Fast Car, Tracy Chapman. No, no, the one that you dropped in your podcast. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's cold called Cold Enough Outside to Wear a Second Pair of Pants. Yeah. Can you give me a little taste? It's Cold Enough Outside Find to wear, wear a Second Pair of Pants. Oh, yeah. Cold, cold Enough, enough outside, outside to Wear a Second Pair of Pants. So you guys, do you, is there music that goes with it? Like no, you we actually, just, we are the music. Yeah. No, but that's bad. Do you understand why that's bad? Like you mm-hmm. should actually have real music under. That's a great. That would be a great you think song. So? I think it'd be great. Maybe you're right. I mean, you, should, you did sing a song to Kim Kardashian. All you got to do is put a beat underneath that mm. thing, <laughs> and you can get a generic beat online. And next thing you know, you probably really will have some hit. It'll be like the probably the worst thing, the least thing that you're the least proud of that you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it'll blow seems. up, and it'll bring attention to the stuff that you are proud of. So you should do that. That's how it always seems. The thing you hate the most is the thing that people can't get. Do are you gonna do the thing? Absolutely. Is that Absolutely. real? That sucks. I mean, it's real, but if you did, can, you do those things. You can get mad. Oh, I've sold out so many times. You can get <laughs> mad about it, though. 
or you can embrace it, own it, it, and let it feed your other stuff. Your like, desires. You know, get some people into it. Get some people engaged in your stuff that wouldn't see it otherwise. That's a great way to do it. And uh, I've had another recommendation from a person I've been waiting to get on that he says I should do a three panel comic of my drawing of my com- comedy. I said oh, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, it'd be cool. Try that out too. Everyone's fun. got good ideas. That's why here on TC's Devils we bring in the top and best all levels of creative individuals. And today, like I said, we do have Mike Polk on the program. How oh, you doing, Mike? I'm good. About yourselves. You Let's, know, I'm a big fan of the show. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm thank you for listening. And I don't even like, especially like, I don't like podcasts that much at all. Everyone, this isn't really a podcast. It's an educational element. I'll it's bet a, everybody a, though thinks their podcast isn't, well, ours isn't like there a typical are no other podcast, podcast. Right? But you're legit. Like you guys, I, I've told you this before. I, I enjoy this. I like your vibe. I like the groove you guys have going on in here. I like that um, I said before, I think you're a very good listener, Thank or at you. least you're good at faking it, which is the same thing to people. It <laughs> oh, comes that way. I think uh, you can hear what I think I'm quiet because I'm high all the time. Yeah, that's good. And you know what? And that play, that works for your character. That's fantastic. And probably right? for the audience, it's better. But <laughs> no, but, but King you, of Burns, Mike Polkis. King of Burns, son of a bitch. <laughs> but you do, you do actually listen, and I can I can hear that in your podcasting when you're interviewing people. Thank you, man. So I mean, good. I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's like if you. Saw at it you're good at it like i said i fucking want to talk all the time but right i just so happen to be really good at listening apparently yeah at least for an hour and then you can go and back to talking about it. yourself me 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 me, uh-huh. me. Anyway, <laughs> did you hear about the thing i did mm-hmm. the award-winning podcast um but yeah so I, I i like it i like the post-production work you do on it too i can't believe what is it wearing two pairs wear two pairs second of pants? pair of pants second pair of pants it's cold First enough of all, i want to hear that song soon like with a beat under it and i think it'll be huge but I like the post-production <laughs> stuff that you do on your, Thank on you your so podcast, much. Yeah, too. Thank you so much, Because a lot of dudes, work. You've, you've listened to a lot of local comic podcasts or any comic podcast. And by yeah. local, I mean not just local here. Everyone's local podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's five dudes who are like, we're funny. Let's just, Let's like, just let talk, it roll. Bro. One mic, middle of the room. Get busy. Every, and then every once in a while, you'll hear people coming in and out the whole time. Somebody have to like get, leave to feed their dog at some point during our <laughs> podcast. They don't, they just keep rolling. Right. And then they put it up and they're like, well, we did our work for the day. How and are they, we doing? And in their minds. Donate to the Patreon. Yeah. no, donate. Why is anybody donating? Come on. So, but you actually do, you put in some work and it, and it comes through and I think it's great. Thank you so much, man. That's well, all right. I'm done stroking you. you know, so, that, that is also, and I'm going to stroke you now. That is also what I have learned to appreciate about your comedy he's always doing because you so so you're the 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 claim to fame i know like the the layman's claim to fame is that video you did about like uh where you in at least we're not detroit Uh the the browns video sure the cleveland video the cleveland video everyone's seen it national yeah Yeah. it's a fun one now let's talk about the thing I want to talk about. What's some national butts some like, national my guy? Yum, yum, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, oh, 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 god. don't get me started. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Um, you know, well, first of all, I don't kiss and tell, and secondly, I barely kiss, so it's really Aww. not much to tell. Are you asking me like if I because of my um like relative web fame <laughs> from ten years ago Hell ever yeah. got to like have sex with Catherine Zeta Jones? You that did? Is that no, what no, you're no, saying? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I think that your idea got herpes. I think that, <laughs> I think um would you take herpes from Catherine Zeta Jones? No. no, all right. Well, we have, not we're getting herpes we're from anyone. different people. I'll give people herpes. Um, but yeah, Is it's Michael- impossible for me to get herpes. Uh, no, I uh, yeah, I think you guys might have a little bit of a of a, a lofty idea of what relative uh, web fame from ten years ago might be. So tell me more about pull. Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh man, he, <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. I knew he'd get locked in. So on did she did, said, uh, did 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 is Michael Douglas or He's did there. He Michael watches the whole thing. Or did it? mm. yep, it's part of the marriage. So Michael Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. 
Michael Doug Moore watching. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, but no, that regional famous trans, you have a hit list, man. All you do is hits. Fucking, uh, the one video someone showed me of singing a song to Kim Kardashian on Telemundo. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. But pre-nose job, shout out. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is that, my favorite thing about that is I've never seen it, but I know my grandparents have seen it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, you do the, you did the televised Christmas program, uh, uh-huh. the Mike Polk Jr. show live downtown on Tuesday nights. Yep. Hilarities. I don't know if yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I, at one time, I described you as like a, a modern Big Chuck and Little John. I think you hated that. No, I didn't at all. I don't mind that. That's that that those guys are uh, those guys are resilient. They and really you are. Might not, and they are uh, they're they're cherished. It'd be nice to be cherished. I think they have a longevity. Like Big Chuck and Little John, I still find funny. I've been doing that laugh since like I was a kid. Now you have people. You have like. Uh, like listeners outside of like a nine block radius. So oh, do yeah. you have to tell people who Big Chuck and Little John are? I think all those people outside of that nine block radius they're are Googling from here. Yeah, oh, right, right. <laughs> they they, they know. know about Big Chuck Reach and Little John. Reach for the stars, though, state. and let them know. And just so you know, if, in case you're listening and you don't know, they were um, like movie hosts yeah. from the from 60s through currently. Current, I think the show yeah. is still on. They were going. It is yeah, still they, on. Yes. In the in the realm of Goularty, which I think has, well, maybe not has. Well, Goularty, I don't think Goularty is still a thing. I think there are a lot of people who have adopted Goularty's thing. The magazine we work for did the same, uh, did an article on a very yeah. similar group. You're right, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> the new wave, like I said, but uh, Mike Polk works, you work with, you do work with Fox 8 News, you're on I the do. Rizzo show. Yeah, I've been there for like five years now, like for just doing different weird stuff for Fox That's 8. That's the stuff that you do now, but it's like, like you said, that was like 10 years ago. What's the stuff that got you to the forefront of like things that are happening like YouTube, like I... Someone told me you used to write for HBO. Like I don't know what's true. A lot of people don't know a lot about there's, you. No, yeah. There's uh, there's a long, weird, boring history of how I ended up uh, not going anywhere. <laughs> <Just being here. laughs> you don't just not get here on your own. You know, you have a lot of people to not thank on the way up. Uh, no, no, no. Not thank it's, you. It's uh, by the way, you did a great move by in this in your uh, this is a beautiful palatial um home you have here. That's what I they say, say that. right before it's they close their eyes balance. forever. No, it's it's gorgeous. <laughs> it really is, and I do like that you picked out of this whole place the most echoey corner, echoey corner, echoey to find to it, host a podcast. It works, baby. I, yeah, because it makes it feel like more like we're in a theater. Or? I think so. This is like the pre- the the picture window which I stand in front of nude usually. Right. It's all. I've part it's gorgeous. Yeah. Was it the one time you tried to moon me, but I couldn't see you over? I know. There? I was mad. I was <laughs> when did you have there. all these fountains put in, in here? Listen, don't reveal my hair. Oh, and I'm bone sorry, Secrets. Okay, bro. never mind. His favorite fountain it's is just the amazing. one that just strictly produces ranch. And because they, he loves white But they women. just keep popping up at different times. And are they mood based? Is that what's triggering? Uh, it's all, I do it all from my phone. All right, so now we've deflected from my history. Yeah. Um, let me get back and just sum it up. I've just done a bunch of weird crap, and um, uh, I don't I don't know, like, there's nothing specific. I'm not going to tell you the journey of my life because it's okay. not that interesting, but if, if there's something, like, specific, I'm happy to answer it, but I'm, I'm not Tell me to about be... HBO, baby. Oh, I, uh, so I used to work for an online website called The Fat Free. It was just like a, uh, it was a comedy site, like okay. cracked.com kind of yeah, deal, but worse. That cracked pi- tried to buy it at one point. Oh. It was like that at one and um, and the owners were like, uh, no, I think we can do better than that. Um, so you guys all know how, how popular fat, FatFree.com became. After Huge, that. bro. No, it was a great site and a lot of good writers went there and stuff. But I was writing stuff for them. And then somebody who was starting up a new crappy division of HBO called HBO Lab hit okay. me up. And it was like an internet-based version of HBO. So we did that. And um, she asked if I wanted to 
come in and produce content for him. And I did some of that stuff. That's including the Kim Kardashian years that you're speaking okay. of and whatnot, mostly musical stuff. But then it started turning more ad based. We were advertising for their shows and stuff. Oh, okay. It wow. wasn't really what I signed up for, but it, uh, yeah, because you were just going to put up independent. That's what I was hoping. That you, and you turned you into, but it was more also, of an in-house creator. Yeah, and then it was, um, but also I it was in California. I was going out there once a month for a week to oh, just wow. just to do this, and it was nice. California once a month for a week is great. I bet California all the time for somebody of my, of my yeah. I don't care for that, but so it was a good mix. Um, and uh, so I just did ads and videos for them for a while. And then uh, my contract got sold. I was there for three and a half years. And then my contract got sold to a, to Break.com, the, that website. Break, yeah. It's mostly a nut kick website. Mm, and yeah. They it's were, all the videos are where people get hurt and shit. Yes. Yeah. Fight, Again, fight comps? Also, very good to me and good people and stuff like that there. Uh, but I ended up being an ad guy. And it wasn't exactly... I wasn't thrilled with it. Um, and uh, But so I just... I stopped doing it. I was, but I did that for like nine years altogether. Okay. And um, and it, the, I'll tell you, the one thing that was nice was living here, but like getting like out there money, but it, living in Cleveland oh, was yeah. like, and and that doesn't happen once you move back. It turns yeah. out, but oh, and damn. nor should it. But it, that was nice, and that made me gave me a little bit of com- uh, comfort here, so I could like get get my house and yeah. and just be like, and then I'm like hunkered down and just kind of the make house that jokes built. Yeah, that's what you call it. It was actually like the house that ads for Mike's Hard Lemonade built, but <laughs> that's like you, huh? Pre-scroll ads for Mike's Hard Lemonade. You fucking burned the hole in my mind of why I would have a burger and a Mike's Hard Lemonade. That, I did that to you. Yeah, you did a good job. Exactly. Then. You Thank did you a very great much. Job. Yeah, enjoy it. I see you're drinking one right now. Gulp, gulp. I did that. That's me. You you're welcome. Break.com and Mike's Hard Lemonade. I coaxed this guy. They're He's a millennial. Sponsors. That was the demo we were after. I barely made millennialism, but uh, that, I'm still deep. You're still mm-hmm. deep in the cut of millennialism's cunny. However, <laughs> it's time to take a moment <laughs> and fucking recognize our sponsors. Shout out to the sponsor, Gourmand's Deli. Uh-huh. Yum, yum. Get some soup from 3 in the morning to get 6. Get yourself a sub, A.M. No, it's 2 o'clock. You got till 2. Get there during the week, stupid. You hungry? Shout out to Goya Products. Goya. Mm. Shul Goya. Shul Goya. Mm-hmm. Get together, Bubba. Oh, I went. Goya. Oh, I went down the wrong aisle. <laughs> That's their slogan. Goya, what time is it? Uh-huh. Where am I? <laughs> uh, also, don't and forget about Hispanic. Lush products. Oh, shit, Spread yeah. it all over you and keep the bitches off of you. Mm-hmm. Lush products. Perfect. And also, the new sponsor, Back in Business. Not the one you're thinking of. Ferris Steakhouse, mm-hmm. you idiot. Yeah. Don't ruin my sacred restaurant. No, I love Ferris. Original Ferris? Ferris. Filling oh, okay. our bellies no, with the Ferris good chicken. Steakhouse. You decide... Try and find the other one. Jeez. But you're too scared to go. They're both good. I used to go to that Ferris Steakhouse in Detroit all the time till it closed. I love that place. Amazing. I I knew they were, I knew it was borrowed time um, when my dad and I went there and they had a guard who was guarding the cars in the parking lot. Hell yeah. He's just like, we're like, do we have to pay to park here? And he's just like, no, I'm just watching the cars. We're like, oh, cool. So this (laughs) steakhouse is in a good place. Safe, that was, those safe were, to be here. I love that place, though. These, Delicious. That, there's a piano player up, there all the time. Man. Oh, I, I, love I grew up bags. in that area. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I lived on one-tenth for... I mean, not that that's right there, but uh, I lived on one-tenth for a while, and that was my favorite place that I've lived in Cleveland. It was also very uh, interesting. Huh. Yeah. yeah. You're a old lot. Cleveland, man. So, on this program, we always have a section of the product. On this program, we always have a section of the product. On this program, we always have a section of the product of the podcast I'm sure you're aware mm-hmm. where we I asked the fated question of Teach These Devils uh, because as we all know you're hilarious 
So that comes with extra damage. If you joke, you broke. Mm -hmm. Who hurt you? Show me on the doll where you were touched. Right. Very fair question. Um, I I really, I wish I could claim that I had like some atrocious upbringing, uh, but I really didn't. They were, you know, my dad was an asshole and stuff like that, but whose dad isn't an asshole? There's like six dads that aren't assholes. Mr. Cleaver. Yeah, that's it. And Mr. And well, and then Carell. we found out that Mr. Huxtable was actually an asshole. Yeah, that was a dad we trusted. So five. Uh, no, nothing interesting. Honestly, a lot of it was just being uh, kind of goofy. Uh, goofy, awkward. I was this height, but like um, I'm, and I'm like six two or something. But I was, uh, you know, I was like a hundred pounds and six oh, two wow. in sixth grade. Why are It was real so you bad. Were just like a, you, yep, you and, looked more like Linguini than I do I did. now, which is yeah. and, I didn't think was possible. And most and most of my weight was acne, and then I also had like a like a red afro, and so it all and braces, so it all I had to wear headgear to school too. Hell yeah! Anyways, dope. it just became like <laughs> it became a defense mechanism thing more than anything. And then, all those uh, sick burns. That's all. Yeah, that's where my sick. Yeah, I heard so many sick burns. That's how I became the king of burns. That's how I was coronated because you don't want to get burned. No. Um. So yeah, it was just. Uh, but I didn't have any. Nobody. Nobody. Uh. Touch my butthole or anything that I recall. If I, if if they did, then I'm really I buried it deep. Wait till the hypnosis portion. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, buried it deep. Yeah, buried it deep. Nobody touches butthole, but he buried it. I also went to Catholic school all through my um like grade school and high school, but it was I was in I was actually going to school like in the Youngstown area, so okay. was, so I wouldn't. It was my grandparents putting me through it, so because the public school was pretty knifey. Over there um, yeah. in Y-Town, yeah. huh? Yeah. No, well, Youngstown is Youngstown. It is. It Youngstown is. is very much Youngstown. Um, For I've people lived... who don't know what Youngstown is, is yeah. that it was a very, like, mafia-heavy area. Yeah. yeah. And very... It's even more desperate. It's like... Yeah. It's like, like weird uh, Cleveland, Cleveland's like a, like a hungry it's, raccoon. It's kind of disguised as a scu- Cle- suburb, though. Yes. Cleveland yeah. is a hungry raccoon, and Youngstown is like a hungry rabid raccoon. Gross. So they... Like, I can negotiate with a mugger in Cleveland. <laughs> like, I can just be like, is it really worth it? You know, I don't really have that much. But in Youngstown, they're just like... They're just like, I need your shirt. Give me a wallet. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to take your identity. Like, right... They just come at you. Send me a social security number. Uh-huh. Yeah, because no, I lived. Uh, it's I lived, way more desperate. When we moved from the east side, I moved to the Brooklyn area, and then I had my taste of Youngstown. Yeah, like old Brooklyn is right outside. Pretty old much, Brooklyn, Brooklyn is right outside of there. It's a bridge mm-hmm. separates. Nothing yeah. separates. But yeah, so, yeah so, but also Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Absolutely. Hey, oh, shout yep. out! He killed a man. He <laughs> did kill a man. Yep. And he'll still and he'll sign pictures at the Ohio Sports <laughs> Showcase in, at the IX Center this weekend of him killing that man. Oh I God. killed that son of a bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> he didn't get up, man. That's such like a, you're an integral piece of Cleveland, Mike Polk, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I'm you're sure. like you're like the Ray Boom Boom Mancini of comedy. You no, killed it. That's awful. <laughs> uh, but really, and I forgot the reason I brought up the, the Catholic school thing is just because I really do think that uh, uh, that was also. Um, uh, you uh, you see a lot of sort of hypocrisies and stuff yeah. going yeah. going up through that. Oh yeah, and um, and I'm not saying about all religion. I'm saying the way it's like it was really uh, well the way it's presented to you. It was presented in a yeah. real weird way, I and think, I think that uh, especially see, if you're a kid who like absorbs that information and then like mulls on it. Yes, yeah. and I think that if I would have just gone, I really do think if I would have gone to public school 
where they were where they were just like, um, oh yeah, religion is a thing, but it's an option. It's not like yeah. everybody's Don't worry thing. About but it. in Catholic, they're you just like, God's watching you right now, All the time. and he's watching you masturbate and, and brush your teeth. Because I went and to a Catholic it. school yep. as well. And get, and so, and I think that sort of reacting to that might yeah. have, might, you know, but those are the only, I don't right. have any other cool sources. I, I didn't get like, I didn't like get thrown into a, a well too. or anything. You went to a Christian school? One, until like fifth grade. Son of a bitch. And I feel like it really shaped me because they had some of the hottest girls you've ever seen. It's interesting. And it, and it's hot and forbidden. Yeah, it's like That's oh, the best you thing. definitely can't get in here. But if you want to, mm-hmm. Shelley, oh, it's maddening. To. Maddening. Touch it. Yeah. I think the weirdest thing about uh, going to a Catholic school for me was that like they instilled that fear mm-hmm. of the devil in you to where I was just like, I'm gonna read everything right. about it and then get really into it. <laughs> right, right. Hardest part about <laughs> like Catholic that's the coolest school. part about that religion to me is like um, I'm an atheist now, so. It, the uh, you you know the Monty Python movie Life of Brian. I assume yeah. mm-hmm. you guys, you nerds, have seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, he they said it, to this day like Eric Idle and John Cleese thank um everybody who freaked out when Life of Brian came out. All the Catholics who protested, and Christians who protested outside of the oh movie theaters God. and stuff, because they said if it weren't for that, we never would have gotten an American release, and we wouldn't have gone to like number one in the box office. Yeah. because when you react to that sort of thing, you call attention to it. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, it's, it's very beneficial. Please keep bitching. Honestly, <laughs> I always say there's no such thing as bad press. Like, that's why I think there is Louis C.K. might disagree. Yeah. He might. Louis C.K. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby. Alive. Like, Where, I, yeah, but you no, but you don't, you don't hear about them They're anymore. They're trash. But like now, there's a certain, like, he just has to find it. And I think that soon, because of the way that the world works right now, like, everyone's on this fucking monster train where it's somehow so fucking Republicans doing stuff. And when did Republicans turn into fucking wretched pieces of fucking shit that don't care about anyone but people that can (laughs) help them build their spaceships to get off of this rock that we fucking killed? But it's like. It's okay. No, we got a dildo (laughs) spaceship coming right now. It just entered the solar system. Just to rant it back radiation. in, this did start as a, um, a there's no such thing, thing as bad publicity. And, and <laughs> yeah, boy, it really got off track pretty quickly. Now we're talking talk about, about dildo space ships. Yeah. Yeah. But I did it with the Louis C.K. thing, which every comic has like 10 opinions on. Right? So. Um, and that's that leads me into another thing that I almost forgot about asking you because of the nature of this program and our derailments. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember recently you did a speech about, there's all this talk of monsterdom. Everyone's a huge monster, apparently. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mike Polk Jr. I've never heard one idling of you being a terrible monster that loves to wear patent leather shoes and look up girls' dresses. You don't go out enough. But he does um, love wearing however, patent leather shoes. <laughs> when you... When you <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking at I know, right I got now. a penny in each of them. I digress. However, <laughs> he, self-admitted, mm-hmm. that's, that's on you. I'm um, bringing back the penny loafer. <laughs> for what reason? To what end? Just to see if it can work. Oh, it's I'm just. I want to see how far I can push he just society. Wants be, he wants to be friends with Pharrell Williams. But, uh-huh. That reminded me of a time where uh, you stood up and addressed that in front of a room full of comedians at a show, and I thought that was one of the bravest things, and uh, also a much needed piece of uh, kicking the ass that people needed. Uh, Where'd that come from? Like, uh, yeah, I um, I know what you're talking about. It was like this past year, and it was yeah. just a lot of there was a lot of negativity and stuff. And there, here's the thing that um, especially. Uh, you guys who are slightly younger comics and everything, but you've been around and stuff, and you'll you're you're probably noticing this by, at this point with a generation of local comics that's coming up behind yeah. you, yeah, and you see them making the same mistakes 
and arguing for no reason and getting hung up on the wrong shit and yeah. stuff. And you probably just like, oh man, I wish I could just like express it to them how meaningless really all yeah. of these petty issues are. You're only going to know two of these people in a year and a half. Now, and yeah, some of them will be dead. Some will move away. If they're good, they move away usually. Yeah. Why do they keep that. dying? Uh, or they'll, uh, or they quit or they're like, oh, actually, never mind. I started getting more hours at Best Buy. So yeah. never, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not a comedian yeah. anymore. And you're fine well, with that. That comes and goes. But, what I'm saying is when you're witnessing that now with younger comics, imagine me who has been here for like 15 generations of right. comics and seeing all the same fights, all the same shit, all this, and yeah. with just different groups of people and different faces. And I'm like, oh, you're the that of this generation. And uh-huh. you're the that. And I'm, I, given I'm more a little more peripheral, I'm not on the scene. Or not, I'm not a, I'm not very a stand-up. Yeah, but no, still, it's not that. Still very much, I'm, I'm very, I'm just, it, but I'm just getting crazier and crazier, so I'm staying inside more and more. Mm. But... <laughs> I'm saying like I don't go to as many mics and stuff, but I'm sure you see this, and I saw it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I and I wish that somebody could go back. I knew it when I was a kid doing comedy, yeah. but uh, I also was didn't have any kind of uh, sway, and I didn't have any ability to stand up and say that because who gives a shit what this guy thinks? Yeah. But. I see it happening and you just want to uh, tell everybody, guys, I know that this all seems dire and I know that you're uh, you're mad at this person for this and you're mad at, and stuff like none of this matters. Just try and be funny and make each other better and no and not be dicks to each other and it'll be a lot better. And that that's and I wish that I wish that uh, somebody had been around to tell us that. And luckily since I haven't done anything really but I'm still here, uh, you know, I can I can yell at people every once in a while. Good for you. And that's it. I mean, at least, like it, it's like uh, I feel like it, it, some it, King Arthur shit. Like he, no, no. He had to you know what was everyone. funny about that night though is uh, it was a thing that Ramon put together called Fifty First Jokes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was uh, New Year's, yeah. uh, and we were everybody came out and did their first joke in New Year's. Supposed to do like a like a one minute joke and go. Yeah. I pressed and quit. What were there like 50, 55 comics at on least. or something like that? Easy. And so everybody going up and telling their joke, 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 and then it was um, uh, it was Mary and I were going last. And um, I was just like, do you want to go up? And she's like, yeah, and I just go, I didn't, but I didn't want to uh, be a dick and say, um, hey, you know what? I'm going to go last. Thank you, Mary. So I let Mary <laughs> go. For, or I, she's like, go up first. So I went up first and I did this, that like sad, yeah. like weird um, uh, speech. And then she's just like, she had to go up after that and be like, so my Uber driver, right? like she, I left her, I buried her by accident. She by being, it. I got some qualms in there. She and came in here she, and ate all my goddamn barbecue chips. But yeah, she always eats everybody's barbecue chips. But I knew she'd be fine with it or else I wouldn't have done that. And yeah. it was also, also kind of humorous. Once you know, like I love throwing Mary in bad situations at this point <laughs> and she can take it. Like I wouldn't do oh, yeah. that to some uh, somebody I didn't yeah. think could handle it. But like right? Mary, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go up there and like trying to like not or tell people not to be dicks to each other. There's going to be like sad piano music under it. And then you. You can come up and and talk about how you like ate a gyro last night and passed out. <laughs> Enjoy, and, and that wraps up the whole show. Have Love fun, you. Mayor. Talk to you in a minute. Yeah. But she took it like a like a champ. like a champion, yeah, like a hero. I mean, having seen all these comedians and stuff, uh, there has to be when you see someone, you, you have to get excited a little bit if you see some kind of promise of something good in there. Do you know what it takes to be the fucking hilariousness that people want? I would say, that, like, probably if, like, um, it reminds me of uh, one time I'm leaving Bella Dubby. This is that long Shout ago. Out many moons yeah. ago. Um, it was a, the a home mic of Taco on, Tano's now. That was a year yes. before I Taco started. Tano's. Yeah. Uh, so, but um, they used to run a show there all the time. And at some, after a show, and I go down there to do stuff, after a show, some uh, kid comic comes out to me who I knew 
like based on the set, I would probably never see him again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm just like, this is his one time. And he comes out and he says, Hey, I'm just looking at you. He goes, I've seen you guys. And this is that long ago. And even then, this kid's like, You've just been around a long time. I'm like, That was a decade ago, by wow. the way, everybody. Just to put that in. Uh, he says, Do you have any advice? And I said, um, Probably don't ask for advice for somebody. Uh, from somebody who just did the same open mic uh, coffee shop show that you, you did, did. <laughs> only t- is 10 years older. Like, what I'm saying is, I don't have any advice or knowledge about anything, or else I wouldn't be. Uh, like, I would st- actually, if I made it, I would still be in this kitchen, but I'm saying it wouldn't have been as easy for me to Uber here. Right. Like, if I don't, I can't give anyone advice on how to do anything, or I can't spot anything amazing or anything like that uh. because. Uh, you know, I'm, I I can't claim to have really done anything. I can tell anything. you right I'm now. Also think he's also concerned with your work as well. Like, I think that's yeah. one big thing a lot of people misunderstand. Like, playing music, that was a lot of my issue was after the show. And yeah. people want to talk about what we're doing. And it's like, well, I'm doing, in my mind, I'm like, I'm doing what I'm doing. Right, and You're right. doing what you're doing. So, they're completely different. Yes. And you can't and assume that no, we have the same like, process. Yeah. That we've yeah and it's like. And. I'll say that it is a weird situation being in this uh, realm uh, and I'm 41 years old and it's people, I have like kids coming up to me and asking me this stuff and I don't know exactly what to tell them and that's the same reason that I have a hard time sometimes going to shows yeah. because whether it's people, earned or not. Hey, 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 I know and I'm not like mad about that but I just don't know what to tell them. I know what you mean. I get I that also, all the time. And if I, I also know that at some point I'm probably, and I'm not saying it's earned, I'm just saying it's there whether I like it or not. I like... I've accidentally pissed off so many comics by, <laughs> unaware yeah. of me. I was like, I went up and said hi to Mike. I could tell he didn't remember me from when I saw him at the funny mm-hmm. stop in, uh, yeah. in 2014. But that's like that's so inconsequential. I know not, it is, yeah. and it should be, but at the same time, I don't, want, I don't bro- like hurting that dude's feelings. Yeah. I don't like, I know, and they, but that's how it is, and I don't get off on that, And I, but it's also, it I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh. I think it's also <laughs> hard for people to look at uh, the other people doing other things. Like yeah. where that's yeah. not on their mind all the time. They forget that you have I'll tell you what's on my mind all the time. Like you just said, like, even if you made it, you would still be in this kitchen. I appreciate that. But I want to let you know right now off the rip, if I made it, you would not be in this kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. I would be rubbing in your face with a public and ad. And it is that very candor and that, <laughs> and that very, uh, like, willingness to speak truth to power that made me beg you to come and help DJ on my Tuesday shows at Pickwick. Oh, stop. No, that was such a, a supreme... Ask. Okay, so just so you know, every Tuesday is if he's available and if we're doing a show, because sometimes we get kicked out if they're like doing cleaning the carpets yeah. or something like that. Obviously, it's a pretty high profile show. It's a great show. Um, uh, uh, James Brassfield here. This gentleman is um, DJing. At, blah, 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 blah. And by and by DJing, he's mostly just commenting and helping out and co-hosting and engaging and the it's audience a, with laughter. Yes, and you're doing a great job. Just so thank you. Know. you thanks. And, I, uh, just, I love it. And I want to hear. Uh, what is it? Second pair of pants. I want to hear that on Tuesday. Oh, we Me can make James that happen. One we ver- can make that happen. Yep, we can get yeah. that together by then. Easy peas, lemon squeeze. Easy, yeah, easy peasy. Uh, I'll so, be more available after this week. And See? I know that you yeah. are going to be investing more time into it, from what yeah. I understand, and I'm excited about that too. Yeah. And because we're doing this weird Tuesday show. Uh, at, at Pickwick that we've been doing for quite some time now that's more of a variety show yeah it has an, a clear we, inspiration we, I've, I've, we've been on it as Pizza have, Money I've yeah. been on it as Pizza Money but yeah it's a really fun show it's a great yeah. program like, and I, I guess before we go any further I'd like to ask uh, <laughs> with you said it's a variety show yeah where do you draw your inspiration for that show because like I do the Jeb show and I draw from like old like Jack Parr fucking mm-hmm. like Dick Cavett having fucking Dom DeLuise people smoking on the couch drinking like I love that shit and I can see that in your program too yeah 
Oh, there's a bunch of them. I like the, um, uh, I, I grew up, uh, watching Letterman with my dad. Yeah. He'd be like half hammered and the lazy boy. And that was our quality <laughs> time, you know, but, and I'm up way I'm too fine. late. Like, I, I'm like, I should have been in bed, obviously. I'm fine. And, uh, we're, but I'd watch that where, and not later David Letterman where, he, and that was fine too, but the CBS The fight, stuff, the battle David Letterman. Where he Letterman. was like, yeah, where he was, he'd come in and do a couple of interviews and like dismiss the person and then leave. Mm-hmm. Like these were the things where it felt like he was making it in his garage. That's yeah. cool. When he was like doing the Velcro suit and he'd jump onto a wall. It's super he was, weird he was, and yeah, stuff like that. He'd yeah, he'd have correspondents who could barely speak going out with a microphone to talk to people live in New York City. Brilliant. I love all of that stuff. Like that, I like the homemade nature of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is why I love Big Chuck and Little John and all that kind of stuff too. Absolutely. I like it because they're doing it without a budget and doing it for the love of the game. Right. You know, and, and Everyone, that's the thing I hear all the time. People are like, it would take $30 million to make that movie. It's like, no, no it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. You could do it right now. Yeah. And it's like three Saturdays. Sacrifice your perfect vision of what it needs to be. Yeah. And well, you kind of do a lot of that kind of stuff on your show or yeah. just in, in, in a lot of your work. A lot of your work is just very roots. Like, yeah. And you just I would, get, it, it looks like you got friends together. If our show ever had a budget, together. like anything I did, it would lose its identity. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so thankfully we've never had one. And that's, I think, again, going back to the one video that you probably hate. No, or, I don't, I don't hate it at all. I get yeah. it. The but tourism the, the, video. The tourism video, it, it, it has this kind of, the, the charm of it is that it does have this kind of friends got together and made it. Yes. Because at the time the you came out with that video, I was doing a sketch group with high school friends hmm. and it looked exactly of the same. Yeah. Thing. Right. A colloquiality like, and yeah, a limit, this, limited this, by the technology. This flavor that when you know somebody is just invested in the content. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right quick about um, how I did that. It was Jim Twos, who's a comedian yeah, and a very hilarious, hilarious. one of my best friends, and he's a great dude. Killing Author it in New of York. Uh, Cats in New York. Yes, yeah. uh, and he was hosting that Bella Dubby room at the time, and he was trying to do different nights yeah. to try and spice it up and keep it alive, much in the same sad way that I try and do with the Tuesday Show now. And he wanted to do a video night where people could bring in videos and show their videos cool. and stuff like that. So he's like, he challenged comedians to make videos for that week and which always sounds like a good idea until you remember how unmotivated the majority of comedians in this area Mm -hmm. and in every area really are like it sounds like a good idea but he hit me up and he's like can you make a video for this thing and i said i'm I'm downtown i was working at channel 19 and 43 at the time like we're shooting stuff and everything i said i really don't remember when you were supposed to be channel 43 thanks holy shit and it was supposed to be that night (laughs) i was like 12 um and i just go (laughs) I'll, I go, I'll try, I go, but I'll try and get something done. And yeah. I happen to have like my little like mini DV camera with me. Yeah. And I just start pointing it around at different shit downtown. <laughs> and I was just singing to myself about like what it was like for what that is, song. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, you know, can I look at both of our buildings? Oh, I just like move it around like that. So then I got home, took oh, that shit. footage, put it on the thing, okay. put it. Um, uh, and then that night went and showed it. And the, it was like one of my shows where the tech all goes wrong. Yeah. Only and not even charming. So they only got to see the video and hear it out of, I think, Jim's phone or something oh, wow. like that. So you could, the audio was coming out of Jim's phone, no, the, video. the video. But I saw that people were kind of laughing at it. Yeah. I was just like, even within under these circumstances, this did all right. And then um, a girl after the show asked me if I, she's like, that was funny. Are you going to? Are you going to post that anywhere? Is that posted? You're like, I go, no, it's let's going to be posted here. by the time it's going to be posted by the time I get home because I was really trying to impress her. So I yeah. posted it based on that and then it moved, it like took off from there. So awesome. it was like a very grassroots thing and everything and it just ended up happening um, that way. And so, and so the fact that it wasn't an intentional choice, I wasn't like, yeah. I'm going to make this look real rustic. I just don't have the 
capacity or ability to make a good looking yeah, video with a mini DV player or you right. know, mini recorder. So it just it just looks like that because you had to do it. Yes, yeah. you just pushed it out, and you can't fake that either. When people try and fake it, it's a disaster. It's a piece of shit. You know, they they it looks like they tried to make something look raw. It's got to be real out. rawness. Yeah, and so then, that's why I've tried to stay poor and humble. <laughs> real rawness <laughs> when it's raw and it's good, it shines through. The goodness shines over the rawness. It does, and in fact, I think some people embrace it more because it feels more genuine. Right. You know. A colloquiality. Mm-hmm. A colloquiality at home. Mike Polk is on the program. We're going to take a brief break. Fucking spit some fucking spittoons into a spittoon because we're some Old West hard motherfuckers. You know what I'm talking about? Ah. Uh, uh, me. Who hungry? Look at me. Hey, hey, hey. Dance, hey. boy. Hey, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. Are you home? Hello? Because I know you. I'm I, already I, look, here. I, I, I'm, I'm outside, but I don't see you. Are, are you home? <laughs> Um, it's fair. I mean, it's a fair question. Uh, because the we were recording the whole time, I got everything. No, now. what I was just gonna Let's say is get to that HBO money. <laughs> <laughs> What I was just going to say was, uh, you know, we just took our little break and everything, and it really was like that. What we just did would have been an interesting podcast, really but was. you guys missed it. It's over. It uh, it ended with an actual personal, actual uh, story that happened of me uh, and my mother hiding from my dad in a closet at one time. But you don't get to hear any. You don't get to hear any of that. A lot of cathartic narratives. And that's you guys the thing. Don't know anything about what happens in comedians' lives behind the curtain? You don't. It's really you got to become you got to become a sad comedian, then you get to hear the real stories. <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Polk is back on the program. That's right, it's back. We're fucking doing it. It's teach these devils. Uh uh-uh. uh Chavo's right there. Refresh my memory. What happened? Get to get a bobblehead. Oh wow! Okay. Oh man, it's so diverse in here. I don't know what that means. It's so diverse in here. If he was a woman. Uh huh. If it was, um, I'd like, be a bad bitch if I was a girl. <laughs> Between the last segment and this segment, what do you what what happens? Nothing, uh, absolutely nothing, because we're waiting for sponsorship. We're, oh, okay, we're under the pressure. Life hood. This podcast is brought to you by fucking my mind, Wilson's mind. Uh, the the images of Rustin McCann. And fucking the money of Pressure Life paying for our hosting. Shout out to Pressure Life. Uh-uh. So if Everywhere. you were, though, Feeding so us. what will actually happen, though? Like, you cut to break, and then does it go right back into this? I would love this? to play an ad. I don't we, know we, if they we know. Enjoy it. What, but why not just play, like, a song or something so there's at least some separation? We have songs. You should, I do, do, you, it's do just you want static. a song on this? Do you want one of your songs on this podcast so no. you can get more exposure? <laughs> no, I'm good. Is but that you what need, you're doing? You need to uh, put on... I feel the, like you're trying to milk us, Mike. Put on the two pants song right there. We should. I mean, we have a whole library of hits that I could avail. Mm-hmm. All of them are acapella. We're an acapella group. Right. But uh, we can put some beats we behind have it. Does that mean that you get... Voices. Well, I know you know how to play instruments. Oh, we have James, one song. We have two songs that are instrument have instrumentation. How many of these right. podcasts have had you playing the theremin on it? Zero. None. What are you talking about? Zero. He has not brought the art of finger banging. Do you guys Only because know? it's a demonstrative act. Do you guys know that James Earl Brassfield owns a theremin? I'm not saying he can play it. I don't know. Who I knows? Can, someone... yeah. I'm an acclaimed theremonist. I studied at Yale. and uh... No, but we've brought uh, James up twice on the Tuesday show as a gifted theremin player, and I really build it up, true. too. <laughs> and what's so funny is it's so funny watching the audience's reaction. To, because they've never seen a theremin. And because but there's like 40 year old. There's a bunch of stuff going on oh, yeah. uh, when we do it. 
it's me, and I sell it like as if it's real. Like I won't, I won't wink or anything I like that. that. And I'll say like I'll be like, and we are so lucky here on the show. You know, we try and bring you cultural. <laughs> uh, we try and bring we try and bring you a cultural awakening here at the Mike Bolger right? Show, sponsored by Tito's it's Handmade Vodka. To it. And I, I thought say, you guys used to be fueled by Jameson. Yeah, they cut it. They cut oh. out. Uh, they're, bunch de- of bombs. they're dead to us unless we need them. In a Fuck month. them. I like Jameson. <laughs> Regardless, still. I'll say. And now, what you guys might not know is right here in the Cleveland area, and everyone loves Cleveland right now. They so this make, now, hot. right now, they're like, oh, something from us. And I'm like, we have, you guys probably don't even know this, one of the most acclaimed theremin players. He's actually Boom. the lead theremin in the Cleveland Orchestra. Two and all of a sudden, like, whoa. And then I say, and now they're all trying to fig- remember what a theremin is. Yep. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of people, they've heard the term and stuff. It sounds like a like a flu remedy. Yeah. Um, but people Thurman are like, flu. Mm-hmm. But people are like, is that the thing? <laughs> is that the like Australian thing? Goes, wow. And then he comes up. What it is, is it's an electric thing. If you don't know what the theremin is, actually uh, explain it. Yeah. Uh, 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 James will put in a clip of a theremin sound right here. See how I just added to your post-production work? No, I want you to go back and edit it in. Oh, I'm going to. All right, good. It will be. There. Okay, so time. so then he comes up there, though, and it's James. And I've tried to convince him. I think it would, I still think it would be more effective if you're wearing a tuxedo. But you're not wrong. I think it would. Don't own he, a tuxedo. Tr- he does look clothing. like kind of semi. Especially with coattails. But he will. He does do like semi-casual wear. So like semi-formal, I should say. So he comes up and he's looking all right. And now people are trying to figure out. You see it in the audience. like, okay, that guy could be a theremin player. Right? I have no idea. No sets idea. it up and then he starts to do it and people still when you're playing the theremin you don't know if the person's doing it well or not they're also tell. wondering it's like bagpipes is that a black thing yeah it is, is a theremin black the black thing? thing and they're also like <laughs> and you know the audience is thinking holy shit not only do we have apparently according to this guy <laughs> the be- Cleveland has one of the best theremin players but he's also a minority we have Not a minority sweet. theremin player shout out so, diversity and I'm gonna snapchat but this. I think that makes them <laughs> That makes them want you to be the best even more and want to right. believe that it's real. You're so right. Because because, because now this might see it mm-hmm. and then they're going to put it on their website. There you oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> so then he starts to play and it's hard to tell for a while if he's really playing it well or not. I don't, who knows if someone plays the theremin bon, well. Bon. But then he starts to get dirty with it and he, uh, not to blow the uh, joke or anything for anybody who might come out, yeah. but he then he starts to get dirty with it and then he essentially starts like, what, how would you describe it? Uh, fingering? A finger finger blasting. You're it. finger blasting the theremin. <laughs> See, I thought it was the, the art. I'm making love to His it. tongue gets very involved. Yeah. And uh, people start to be, realize slowly, they're like, oh, okay, we've been we've been had. We've been yeah. duped. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. We've been duped. And, That's that old Dave Chappelle takes, joke. Gotcha, bitch. It takes way longer than it should, which is embarrassing. Because yeah. people are just like, maybe people just get really sexual with theremins. Or we don't want, maybe that's his culture. Maybe he really gets sexy nope. with a theremin. Like a guitar player like sticks his tongue out right. and stuff. You know? wait, 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 and, then we ta- and then I take you off and I'm still dead serious. I'm just like, there he is, folks. Right. Where you know at least two people go home and they're just like, maybe that guy was an amazing theremin They look him up on YouTube. James Earl Brassfield Thereminist. You had to be good to figure it out. I don't know how it works, Jim. Yeah, no, but it crushes. I love you. Good night. I love that bit. You should have that here <laughs> all you. the no, time yeah. at your podcast. You know, that, so when you make a really <laughs> salient point, you can just be like, <laughs> that was the funniest. That was the funniest week of my life as being your friend because you bought two theremins. Well, listen, in I was the in same week place. a drone. 
Yeah. You you use Millennium your money Falcon so drone. irresponsibly. I I was a big spender. Man. <laughs> yep, single men with no kids. Things have changed nowadays. That's it's it. a tight rope for the job. I bought an above ground pool just for the Fourth of July. Oh, uh, that was that's dope. like that's why I know I have to stop spending money on video games so I can buy cool shit like there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pick I gotta battles. stop being such Seriously. a fucking nerd. Last time you played a video game, Paul? Um, Punch Out, I guess. Mike God Tyson Punch damn. Out, NES. I was you never a gamer. I feel You're like you. You could relax with a video game. I was never, I was never into it. I, I don't, I, I have my own addictions and stuff like that, so I get it. But it's, it wasn't my bag. How do you relax? How do you unwind after people keep coming up to you and talking about how great you are? He messages Chad Weaver. Yeah, I do. I that. miss Chad. <laughs> Chad's kicking our ass in fucking the Pizza Money group chat and basketball right now on Facebook. He's kicking oh, your wait, ass. How, what He's do you kicking mean? your ass. We have like a, no, no one like else a, played. Okay, Walter, so Walter played. This is a very specific Probably. chat group. Yeah. So it is a sketch group's basketball playing. Well, it's a, it's a sketch group's chat, Facebook Messenger chat. Oh, okay. But there's games in Facebook Messenger you can play, mm-hmm. like uh, finger basketball. Other, yeah. And Chad's oh, okay. fucking oh, dominating that's what he's right good now. At. Yeah, he's, ki- yeah. he's killing it. Well, it's the like kids, a today development. Again, is this something that you want to express your like your listeners who might not know Chad? We're just talking Chad about Chad Weaver. Chad's yeah. been on. He's, he's on the, the show. show. And uh, he was on a very early episode TC stuff. Yes. Yeah. And he's a young fucking savant. I he like is. to call him White Tupac. Mm-hmm. He's just got his <laughs> nose pierced. Yeah. And, no, uh, he's a complete lunatic. And he, he is. When I, uh, I started doing these Tuesday shows before he moved to Chicago, I was having him do that, uh, right? come and do bits all the time. Crazy shit. And I'd always put him on any show that I... Garth. Anytime you can. And, yeah. but most of the time it really was, and, uh, you know, I think we learned this over time, it was him... <laughs> Uh, it was for us and for him, yeah. and not always for the audience. Yeah. But yeah. and I'm all for well, that. He's like, he's like. Uh, so I watched a documentary on Gilbert Gottfried, he's and genius, that's Chad. Dude. Oh well, because they because it's that whole corny thing about so like, oh, he's a comics comic. Yeah. But I remember like the first show that he did, he went up uh, on that Tuesday show that I do, yeah. and he went up and just completely ate his dick on some bit. Like, oh it was, yeah, and he's nobody responded. Nobody yeah. knew what it was. But I was thinking to myself, and I there's a reason I asked him to do it. I think he's a really talented, funny kid, and everything like that. And I liked his vibe. But um, I still was like, oh man, that had to hurt because he bombed oh, hard. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm like, maybe I should, I'm going to go tell him. You know, not this a big is a deal. funny story so I, because I've heard so this I just from go, him. I went up and I, I said to him, I go, hey man, uh, and he was like taking off whatever weird costumes where he's like dressed as a lobster Some or something shit. like that. You know? <laughs> You know, and he has like a lobster with a headband on. He's holding a basketball. And I'm just like, look, man. I go, hey. (laughs) Like, that's kind of what it was. And uh, I go, just so you know, I go, I know that there wasn't a great response there or anything like that. But I like what you did. I didn't get it either. And and I didn't think it was great. But I still like that you did it. And I don't want you to feel bad. And I I want you to keep being weird and stuff like that. And he just goes... And he just goes, oh, you mean like how I just bombed? And I just go, yeah. And he just goes, oh, I bomb all the time. I'm fine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank God. This kid's going to be fine. So then genius. he went out. He's the funniest. He's the funniest to me. I, but you have to make a choice. So fucking funny. And, I'm, and he's listening to this. You have to make a choice uh, at, at some point where you're like, is this for us being funny for us worth what, you know, everyone. what the crowd and, and on most shows it is. On this weird Tuesday night crowd at Pickwick, which is always so yeah. like a lot of moms and dads and shit. Some people like tight. It's just a couple. Of, yeah, it's like couples from Westlake who are like, let's get out tonight. And have I'm a surprised nice a lot of like I'm surprised a lot of the sketches that we did for pizza money still got good. Response. Yeah, it does. But like, and, but the thing is, you got to train them. I don't care. Right? Teach these devils. Train these basic bitches. Yeah. Teach these devils. Train these basic bitches. Yeah. Teach these devils. Train these basic bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Give them some comedy that's so like and. 
it might some of the stuff's not great, but at least get them out of their safe zone. I have I I just want to I just want to report, baby. I'm a reporter. You are, young man. This yep. is an in-depth case study on white culture. I can't wait. I haven't told you're him a this. recorder of the human condition. I'm a recorder of the human condition. I've been planning a special episode without your knowledge, in which you're the guest. Mm. Fuck yeah! Wow. See? That's a drop. That's a big drop on TTD. Yeah. What a thrill for you two exclusively. Yeah. That I can't is. wait to just jack into Wilson's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every time I edit the podcast <laughs> for two days. That's why I need to be alone. <laughs> Mike Polk is still here. He hasn't left because he. I feel like he gets us. And I feel like uh, uh, doing the show, I'm part of the Mike Polk Jr. show now on Tuesdays, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah, he is. Which is rooted in uh, historic and brilliant comedy from ages and adapted it's to be great show. so and Cleveland you can't take it. from Cleveland who's listening to the podcast should go see it on Tuesdays. Right? It yeah. is an absolutely fun show. Maybe wait for an away game, but definitely come. Just, just and, go out. It's a but fun also, fucking show. Also, drink Tito's handmade vodka. It's so good. <laughs> it's crisp. I Isn't it crisp? It. It's the favorite drink of all creatives, especially those that work in yeah. the I just know that Hilarity serves high lives. Yeah. And now I want to be a part of the show. By the way, yeah, it's also happy hour. It's happy hour prices at the Mike Polk Jr. show every Tuesday. All the time. The it's whole time. $2 high lives. That's Yum. great. That's a good time. Yum. But no, but what I love about Tito's Handmade Vodka, if I could just get back to that for mm. a second, is how handmade it is. Because a lot of these places, these these alcohol distributors, they make it like with machines and stuff. Yeah. Not a Tito's, no, man. It's like it's like they're needing pizza. they're needing the vodka with their bare it's hands. Very difficult. To you know do what I mean? They got old Italian the, women. They do. It's exclusively into old Russian Italian liquids. Women. Yep. They're just stepping onto Russian liquids, and that's what makes Tito's so good. So, long story short, come to see the show. Yeah. Yo soy Italiano. Tito's, the hollow flavor of old Italian women's feet. Mm-mm. Yum, yum. That's their new slogan. Well, it's not, but it's good. It should, it should be. Tito's. That's a fun slogan. I like it. I'm happy with a lot. it, but Tito's probably is confused by the feet. It's probably but one of my favorite slogans I've ever heard niche, in my life. It's a niche slogan, all right? German people are going to love it. We're not going to talk about niche. We're going to talk Polk about... Polk is like... He's he's here still, like I said. And he's like... Uh, yeah, we're going to so talk about Michael. Monikers, dude. Like, you could be... You're like the Uncle Cy of Cleveland. You always have your... your Don't call him the Uncle Cy. <laughs> I love the Dynasty. <laughs> I think that's bad, Brent's bad branding also that's very off brand that I love Duke Duck Dynasty. Dynasty I don't even know is that what the, uh, is that that's the one uh, that's show. the one uh, with the with oh, Uncle Sai the, the Uncle yeah. Sai yeah the Uncle Sai is the it. one who's like gays are bad no he never no one ever says anything oh no <laughs> can we rewind hit the rewind hit the rewind hit the rewind Thank you. <laughs> Boy, that could have been a real pickle. I just pickle. saved Mike Polk, everyone. That could have been a real pickle. Hey, listen, since I did you a favor, did you do my favor that I asked? Did you deliver uh-huh. my threatening message to Kenny Crumpton? I haven't yet. Okay. I haven't seen, I haven't kicked it with him just recently. Make, but make sure you know I'm watching. No, but I'm most, yeah. That'd be the best celebrity death match. No. James O. Russell versus Kenny Crumpton. I would yeah, love to see that. I tag Wayne Dawson in. He's fucking yelling uh-huh. skin flutes. It's going to be lit. Dude, Wayne Dawson, why am I not your tag? Wayne Dawson walks through there, and he's one of those dudes who, he really is what he appears to be on TV. No, he's a good, upstanding gentleman. And he's also, but he's also so fucking Billy D. Williams smooth. smooth. He is. Like, who comes through, he's like, Mike, looking good, ha ha. (laughs) When I see him in the hallway, I'm like, holy shit, you're that that all the time. 
I've never seen him use the urinal. I've never seen him. Do, he's like a magic animal that walks around there. He's just signing autographs oh and God. like taking pictures with ladies and stuff like that. No I've way. never seen him like even eating a sandwich at Fox Safe. Holy like, fuck. He he's, doesn't. I don't, he, I don't know. He's booty tang. He is. He's magical. Oh, he is. He's that smooth. Oh my he's god. He knows. Dawson, he knows. Booty Wayne Dawson. He knows now everyone's go. name. He's, he's an amazing man. He's insane. He's a, like yeah. a preacher. Dude, he's well, gonna right? sign your pity on the yeah. money kind. Dude, <laughs> Wayne Dawson's booty tang is an image that is burned in my mind now. Yeah. <laughs> but I've always fucked with Wayne Dawson. I saw him at Speedway in Illyria one time. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. He's just name such a dropper. Nice gentleman. Hello, Mr. Uh-huh. Dawson. But if I see Kenny Crumpton's motherfucking on site. Um they uh I uh, Well you and Kenny have a specific hosting form that that rivals one another. I just want to that access makes to those prime white women. I need. Do you uh do you remember when um uh Christy Cable said actually Jigaboo? said Jigaboo? I do oh, know yeah. about that. By the way, she is she's a very nice she's a wonderful woman. I'm she sure absolutely she is. is. And she's smart and I know that that was not her intent. I just know that she was Are you sure? I do. She was oblivious to what was going on. She just saw that white Absolutely. Chicks. She saw white chicks once in her This goes Jigaboo. back to Wayne Dawson. So uh, you know, she. So, if you don't know, they were. It was a. It was the two of them on the morning news. Uh, Chris Cable, again, wonderful lady. Yeah. And Wayne Dawson. I and just about this she said day. something about. Uh, it was some people. It was a black kids dancing. It was or like something music, like that. yeah. Like, but she just goes, "Wow, they're really getting music. their jigaboo on or something like that." Yeah. Okay, inappropriate. I but think, I think she said jigaboo music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't I know if that's jigaboo music. I don't think it was that specific. But regardless. What I love about Wayne Dawson is uh, he knew what happened immediately. And said nothing. And, no, but he just, but he gave a look. He ba- he found the perfect balance where he didn't totally ignore it. Yeah. Like he, 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 uh, he had to acknowledge it to everybody that he knew what happened he looked, right there. He looked directly but at the camera. But he also, like, be- because he's a pro, he also knew the move wasn't to like look over and just be like, what the hell? Right. So he just, go- he just rolled his eyes and goes, Ooh, well, we'll be right back. <laughs> and because he's a goddamn pro, he was safe as a kitten. Like yeah. the black community wasn't gonna be like, "You didn't stand up for us," and the white community wasn't gonna be like, "Like he found that perfect balance." Well, no, he knew exactly how to say. This I by bitch the way, fucked up without saying. Funny. Um, up. <laughs> here's, the, here's the funny post story to that. Uh, the uh, night, the next night after that, I was emceeing a like another charity event with uh, with supposed to be. Um, Christy K- uh, Cable, Cable, and um, she. It was supposed to be the two of us. It was uh, yeah. at Lander Haven, and it was a, it was like some auction, but like a no, it was a fashion show thing. That's fashion wild. show thing, and so it was supposed to be the two of us. And um, she was unavailable the next night because of what went <laughs> down. So music. it was yes because of that. Jigaboo music. And so it was, now it's just me, which is fine. But I, I have to go out and open that up, and everybody knows what happened. Yeah. Everyone knows, so you have your choice. Ignore Where's Christy Cable? Ignore it or acknowledge it. So I was, uh, I went out and I just said, um, the first thing I said when I go out, um, I was just said, you know, uh, Chris Cable was supposed to be here. I said, but I go. She, she heard Kenny right Crumpton was. Of- she heard Kenny Crumpton was going to be here, so she said she didn't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> And now, and he knows her, and he knows that that's not true, and it just, and everybody kind of got that out, and then it was over, and, uh, but it was, you know, harmless way of getting past that. Yeah, that was just, pretty like, smooth. Yeah. So, and then we had a nice time where everybody just marched around and said, "Oh, that well, is like, hilarious." That's I'm wearing nice. Vera Wang. Oh man. Yeah. 
I just saw. Well, it's like I don't I've know always if you're heard a, a fan of fashion, but I just found a uh, a cape online, mm. uh, a, a Givenchy cape, forty five hundred dollars. Givenchy, oh, that's not a bad deal. For I've her. never worn anything more in my life. Yeah. Okay. Like, why don't you like right now because we're post Halloween, you can get yeah. a vampire cape for like seventy five percent off at Walgreens. It's not woolen, baby. I need like some George Washington. No, he wants shit. The, He wants okay. the, He wants the are you Givenchy. Posi- hey, if you, are you in a position to drop forty five hundred on a cape? Listen, I always got HBO money, dude. I'm working on I'm getting there. I'm just asking. I'm hoping. If I'm you not. do, I wish you well. You're not okay. Well, I am then not. I would go up to Chelsea's on Detroit and one sixteen. Okay. I'll bet you they have some nice cloaks that would do you woolen uh, felt. Woolen felt. I will bet you. Chelsea. Uh, big shout out. Chelsea's on uh, 116th in Detroit. Uh, uh, Is that where I get my the weird magic? Oh, yeah. That's where you get your magic? So go get that. And uh, But I'll bet they have a cloak that would befit you and it would probably cost you no no more than 65 Adorn your awesome. shoulders. Yeah. Oh, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Is it warm enough for winter? Because I just want it to be a real functional cape. I want you to have a functional cape. I want you to do Just that. imagine me signing an autograph, throwing it over my shoulder. It's never... The Hold good, on. But... <laughs> But you know, we'll never. I never picture the good moments. I only picture you like in line to Lurking. try and get a gyro, like late at night wearing a cape. Yeah, or waiting for your <laughs> waiting myself. for your Uber, looking at your phone wearing a, cape, hmm. a cloak. Like it's dreamy to think of you dancing at it and stuff. Oh but yeah, you know there are moments where yeah. you won't be. There's, there's an R. Kelly moment of that cloak, and then there's the Anthony Soul version exactly. of that cloak. So, <laughs> I want to toe the line so gently. And my version of the Anthony you found Soul. It. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, are you home? Um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hey, do, are, are you there? I'm. I'm already here. Because I'm outside, but I'm I don't so see you. Lonely. Um, call me. Mike Bolkett's here. <laughs> uh, call me, please. Before we before we go on this episode, TC Doubles, we're running out of time. As Mike has an, yet another engagement with local fame. Will you guys please make the song? Um. Wear an extra pair of pants. Yeah. Wear two pairs of pants for this Tuesday. I think we can do that. You can, Wait, it's, I already it's, have it on It doesn't have to be great. Mac. It just has to eat up two minutes. That's all I ask. I definitely... We got two minutes Thank of anything. You. I mean, Thank we you. have all night. I can sit on the guitar and put something together. There we you can go. really slap okay. it together. It'll be a non-issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it might even be available at the end of this episode. Boom. And uh, again, I want to thank all of, you, all of you for listening. My coys, my children of Yakub. Um, uh-uh. You just went to the past of Chi-Chi's Devils. Now we're in the future. Mike Polk was here. And we're back. back to true form. We're back, back on our true form. Mike, do you have any parting words for the audience before we go? Do you, I mean, obviously, Tito's. Drink it. Yeah, drink Tito's. Responsibly. Uh, drink Tito's. Um, listen to Chi-Chi's Devils. Come oh, to the you. Tuesday shows. And uh, don't be dicks to each other. Where can people get tickets for the Tuesday show? Um, they just scatter them outside on East 4th. Oh, cool. <laughs> like, like you're feeding bread to pigeons. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so you can just go grab them there, or you can go to uh, pickwickandfrolic.com. Got to. They're only five bucks, care. and it's happy hour drinks. And it's a great show. It's such a way. Check it sometimes, out. You get to see sometimes a lot. it is. Sometimes well, I think it is a great show. Yeah. You get to see but a lot of great local talent. comedy, it's always a good time. Yeah, you're right. It, but if you're just like a couple from uh, Rocky River trying to have a yeah. good time, you might not enjoy it. You, you might not, but That's you're right. going to see something that you're going to love. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. That's a good final push. <laughs> That's like, I I don't understand why people get mad at stuff. Like I can, even if something's terrible, like I love bad movies. We were talking about movies right. in the break. I love bad movies. Yeah, I sure. love intentionally bad because movies. Because sometimes in the worst movies, it's some of the best camera work you've ever seen. In yeah. Well, the camera work is good. Everything else is trash. Like, I mean, yeah. Trash, but, but even to bring it back full circle before we wrap is uh, to the local, um, the, one of the reasons that I love Big Chuck and Little John so much yeah. is because they... Even if you don't think their stuff's hilarious all the time. I love ladders. Uh, what I love is they... <laughs> eh, eh, eh. 
they knew a way to do a lot with a little. Oh, yeah. They, uh, the ingenuity they showed in having no budget but still putting stuff out, even if that stuff's not hilarious, there is an honor in producing stuff that is not hilarious but that you got done made and this. actually made. Yeah, I made and this. And that's, I think that's why Cleveland loves them because we like that attitude where we're just like, uh, it doesn't have to be amazing. We like that it's local and we like that you actually put your heart and soul into it. It's hey, gritty, but it's, it's, it's a gritty yeah. city. It's a gritty city. Gritty yeah. city of Kerbala. Gritty I city, mean, baby. Man, I feel like there's more you can say. I don't know. Now I'm done. You, you finished? <laughs> She's walking off. He's, he picked up his tea glass and he's done. The Uncle Cy of Cleveland, the the fucking modern metamorphosis of fucking Big Chuck and Little John, the fucking first YouTube star of all time, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Pokemon <laughs> program. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wilson, Thanks for having me, guys. Young man. My pleasure. Uh, Wilson, what do you got for these fucking worms, these hounds? I will never die. That's true. He told me that. He told me that on the car ride over. He said he will never die. His mist has faded from the building. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm James O'Brien. This has been TC Devils. Thank you all. Good night.